Thank you again. We're back with the Blackmail Archives podcast, and we have Omar Kenbrew. Omar Kenbrew, you got it. Omar, um, you, are, you make tailored design suits. Uh, yeah, you can call them tailor-made, uh, custom-crafted, you know, however you want to call it, but they are made for each individual client, and uh, we actually do a little bit more than just suits as well. One of the reasons why I was so interested in what you do is that I don't see a lot of black males in this in this line of in this line of work. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you uh, became to, to to do this. How you got into this field? Uh, well, I started. Well, let me let me go way back. My background, uh, as far as you know, I call it the real world, the adult world. I was in sales marketing and sales management. So I worked in the corporate realm for about eight and a half, nine and a half years before actually venturing out on my own. And you know, the short of the story is I started in gentlemen's accessories um, out of need, really. And so you know, one, one day, you know, after I finished my my graduate program, I was getting an MBA in marketing and strategic management. Um, so one day when I had, you know, finally regained some free time, and I was searching online for something to keep my pocket squares from falling down to the bottom of my breast pocket, I wasn't able to really find something that suited my needs. So I figured I was creative enough. I could, you know, design my own device to, to hold the pocket squares. And so from that, after a few iterations and prototypes, I got to a point where I was I crafted and was trying to patent a pocket square holder and back in 2014. So just, just kind of dabbling on the side, and that prompted me to start or establish a brand that I had. Excuse me again. I apologize, Ryan, for the, for the cold. So if you need me to repeat anything, if I get to, to scruffly, just let me know. Okay, no but, problem. But, uh, yeah, so that, that prompted me to, to start a branch that I had an umbrella to sell the pocket squares under. And so I, I started selling the pocket squares on eBay and Etsy, and then I got a good boost when I got on Amazon Prime mm -hmm. and started selling some boutiques. So, you know, it kind of opened up this window of, oh, hey, you know, a little bit of my business knowledge along with some creativity could provide a little bit of extra revenue into my pocket, into the household. And so I was doing it on the side for maybe a year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. And, you know, meanwhile, I fortunately had relationships already with tailors, with master tailors who were crafting custom garments for me personally, just as a mm -hmm. consumer. Uh, and so in 2016, just looking at what was out there in the marketplace, looking at the price points, looking at the quality materials, and having some understanding of that, yeah, I figured I could strike up a partnership with one of the master tailors and then bring this offering to and outside of Atlanta. That's really how it started off. You know? And so uh, you, you kind of, it's interesting, you know, you're not in the industry, so you may not see as many, but now these days when we've been in it, I, I see a lot of either clothiers, uh, designers, you name it, that are in the fashion industry, and I'm in Atlanta, right, so you, you see even mm -hmm. more. Uh, mm -hmm. But you kind of see, you know, individuals going down different avenues in the way 
but they approach their craft, they approach their, their business model, and the way they approach their, their, their market space and, and target audience. Um, so you, you probably don't see all that in the United industry, but mm-hmm. it's interesting to see like, kind of how things have, have come about over the years. Wow. And, and so, so speak to your experience as a black man being in this industry. How, how has that been? It's been awesome, one, because of the support. And with that, you know, as we continue to see this, this wave of, you know, or resurgence of this, you know, black power movement um, in terms not only just in, on the entertainment side but supporting businesses, mm-hmm. it has certainly carried over into my realm as a small business owner um, and it's been quite overwhelming in terms of just joy <clears throat> and and gratefulness again of the support. Uh, it's also been very interesting to see how I go about building the brand and leveraging the company as a, a small business that's black owned but mm-hmm. also appeal to a greater audience that is outside of the African-American community. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's, it's been going well, and, and I, I had to explain to somebody before that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm definitely pro-black, but I'm not anti-white. You know, I mm-hmm. still have pro black have fun from different backgrounds, ethnicities, especially classes, the whole nine. Um, so, you know, you get a little bit of, of a, a strong boost from the black community, at the same time, you still have to operate you know, as a, a business owner and make the best and most strategic moves so that you can grow outside of what could be just a, a, niche, a niche space for, for you or your business. Have you had any resistance because of, of you being a black man that's doing it? Have you seen, has it, has it been helpful to... For you, for your customers to know that you're a black man, or has it has it been a hindrance? I would say a hundred percent helpful. Now, granted, I don't <clears throat> I don't know if it's <laughs> it hurt me in any way because I haven't seen it directly. Okay. Uh, but you know, who knows with with all of the images, especially on social media, you know, if you look at the brand, you see that it is very Afrocentric in the way of, you know, heck, I'm I'm doing most of the modeling because hmm. day in and day out. If I'm ripping and running, right, I can get a, a picture snapped of me a lot easier than I can of one of my clients, right? So, you know, it, it looks, again, very Afrocentric as far as the brand, just from what you see. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of the, <clears throat> the portion of the given the business, I have heard on numerous occasions that potential and what came to be my clients mm-hmm. reached out and decided to do business with me not only because the work spoke for itself and they felt comfortable in my offering, but mm-hmm. because it's a black-owned business. And I have heard on, again, numerous occasions that my clients wanted to do business with somebody that looked like them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. As, I, as I said before, I, I continue to feel this overwhelming joy because of scenarios just like that. Uh, but at the same time, Who's to say I'm not losing out on other clients because 
the face of the business looks like it does. And mm. exactly, and it's something that I'm starting to shift mm. as an overall brand because I have to separate myself from the company. Mm-hmm. Meaning I don't and there's no, there's nothing wrong with being the face of the business, but I want my brand to speak for itself without me having to be, you know, the black guy that's running bespokeature or the black guy that is bespokeature. I just want bespokeature to stand alone as the ultimate destination for custom suits, shoes, and travel gear or leather goods. Uh, you know, so that's what I want people to see. So I'm trying to slowly, slowly, surely make that shift uh, mm-hmm. as we move forward. Awesome, awesome. Now, now you you attended a school, uh, North Carolina A and T. How has your your HBCU experience helped you with your entrepreneurship? So, uh, so of course, I have to you know, give a shout out to my alma mater because A and T is the greatest. So my I attended and graduated. My older brother graduated. My younger brother graduated from A and T, and I can tell you. With the three of us, we wouldn't have selected another university. You know, we were extremely uh, happy about our decision and the great strides that A&T continues to make. And, I, and one thing I say to folks with college and A&T in particular, um, yes, you can get a strong academic foundation and, and come away with a strong uh, – having learned so much from there. Mm-hmm. But you also gain this intangible knowledge as far as working with others that look like you. Because mm-hmm. there's so many different personalities, different culture sets, different ways of thinking, all within these black and brown individuals from all over, yeah. it helps you really understand and appreciate the beauty of us you know, and 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 to you know, just further emphasize that you know we're doing great things. You know, you do hear sometimes that you know black businesses are run this way or that way, or, or black people you know they, we can't operate a business because X Y Z. And that's not always the case. Being around you know thousands and thousands and thousands of you know black and brown men and women that are doing great things yeah. just allows to widen your your span or your vision outside of what some people may, may think or feel. And so overall, just, it allows you to really gain a perspective from multiple perspectives so that moving forward, you know, individual experiences don't tarnish your viewpoint or how you may think, feel, or, or act to, you know, future partners moving forward. That's awesome. So. Uh, what this is the last question before we before we depart. But what? How are you? I guess encouraging the younger generations or or younger black men to to get into this to this field. Um, are you on any type of leadership committees or boards? Yeah. So I actually serve on the local and national alumni boards for my alma mater. Uh, Interestingly enough, both as treasurer, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so those uh, certainly uh, take up a good amount of time. Um, I will also be I'm diving into more uh, leadership or committee roles within my fraternal organization, which is 
Cap Off of Cyber Tony Incorporated. Okay. Um, I, I can pat myself on, on the back for just getting uh, active again in my local alumni chapter. Okay. Uh, and then and then in terms of just direct interact direct interaction with you know either students who are getting ready to enter the work world or those who are younger than me, um, I often you know, get tapped on the shoulder to engage or speak to uh, individuals that are not just necessarily looking to, to dive into the clothing realm, but are just looking for some guidance, whether it be corporate, you know, help in guiding the, the corporate ladder, or if they're looking to go into business overall. Um, and so I'm frequently I'm sharing the, the little knowledge I'll, <laughs> I'll say that I have or a little amount of experience because I'm not that old. And I haven't mm-hmm. been for that, but hey, I'm, I'm here and ready to give whatever insight I can. So uh, I, I'm always happy to have those conversations with individuals, just kind of help guide them on the right track, let them know what hurdles and obstacles they could potentially face, um, but also help them understand and maybe even be a connector to the resources that can help them be successful. And so, uh, you know, with that, again, just always, always here to, to help individuals. And I'm also... I uh, have just been uh, tapped to come on a board of a uh, new chamber, which is called the Millennial Chamber of Commerce. You know, sole mission is to help the younger generation in navigating the corporate culture or helping them to grow and be successful as entrepreneurs. Um, so there's, you know, again, a whole subsector of us trying to boost up you know, those who are coming um, after us to success. Man, man, that's awesome. That is awesome. And I, again, I want to thank you for being on the Blackmail Archives. We are trying to highlight positive black men, which you are. And again, I appreciate your time. Um, before we go, just tell everybody where they can find you and what's next for Bespoke Assure. Uh, absolutely, man. And, and let me thank you for, for bringing me on the show. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I, uh, I appreciate our conversation. And by all means, feel free to check me out uh, on all social media streams at Bespokature. That's B-E-S-P-O-K-U-T-U-R-E. I'll be sure to like images, comment, and follow. Uh, if you want to see more of our designs and looks, you can check out our website, and that's Bespokature.com. And if you need to send me a note, any questions, inquiries, you name it, I just send it to Brew, B-R-E-W, at Bespokature, B-E-S-P-O-K-U-T-U-R-E.com, um, and I'll be more than happy to respond. And in terms of what's next for the brand, uh, you know, we're, we're, just, we're growing, man. We're growing. So I'm getting ready to onboard a, a new custom clothing rep. Um, so that will be two that I'll have on board. And the goal is to bring a few more so that we have a strong team that's continuing to spread style to the masses. You know, I want to be a larger brand so that we're competing with, you know, Jay Hilburn, um, you know, Aston Black, Q Closer, you know, Tom James, those larger companies that have reps out there, um, but it'd be a black-owned brand. Awesome. Positive stuff. Again, thank you for being on here, and thanks for your time. Absolutely, brother. You take care, man. Have a great day. Thank you, you too.